Podcast. I am your co-host Bradford Barth, and I'm your host Stephanie Kretz. And today we are partaking in some bourbon because this is a show where we had our Orphan Black Label Thursdays, and much like today's episode, there's a bullet in this bourbon. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Wait, where's the bullet? It's in the Russian's head. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Thank you. We just poured these, so they might get fun as we go. Yes. They might get fun as, yeah. I'm already feeling warm. I know. I'm like, oh, hello. Mm. It's been a while since I had me some bourbon. <laughs> good times. Good times. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we thought we would talk about Orphan Black again. We're actually going to be doing, so we, we decided, we had a chat last week, and we decided that we're going to do, we're going to switch off Orphan Black and Battlestar every other month. Yes. So that because I feel like there's there's a lot of both of those shows mm-hmm. and we love them both dearly. We do. And we want to get through them, but not, you know, rush through them at the same time. Yeah, so and even just, at one every other month, you're looking at a couple of years. Yeah. So you're stuck <laughs> so. with us for a while. <laughs> and we're stuck with each other for a while. We are. Well, We've not, made a commitment. <laughs> that's not bad. No. Um, so, yeah, this, this month we're doing Orphan Black and then, you know, next week we'll do a movie. The week after that, we'll do it different tv show and then you know we'll do battlestar for mm-hmm. may and switch off like that so it'll be fun it will be fun who knows maybe we'll just one month go hard and just do all orphan black because we just are obsessed or something i don't know well if we get to that point in a series maybe you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes those overarching storylines yeah. are hard to let be for a while well i was telling stacy hey stacy our plan <laughs> <laughs> I bet she was super happy. She was like, she was mad that it was going to take us so long to get to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's like, Stacey. that's like 18 months. <laughs> Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. <laughs> we'll get to her. Someday. And then everybody will know. Everyone will know all about Rachel. What Rachel is. Oh, Rachel. So today I had some fun. Did you? Yeah. I had some fun too. A coworker of mine brought his son's car, which is stick shift. <clears throat> so I got to um, drive a little hot hatchback around the block today. Ew. So, yeah, I still have my uh, manual, uh, uh, what's it called? I still have my manual driving skills. I was going to say something else, but the I word no is idea. totally losing me here. But the yeah. word has lost you. You've yeah. lost the word. It was fun, though. Cool. And I've never driven a stick shift with so much euro in it, I will say. Ah, interesting. You know, had the little whininess to it and stuff. I think it had a power clutch. Fancy. I don't know what any of those words mean, so I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> I don't drive cars. It was fun. <laughs> he, he couldn't get it in gear. And I'm like, well, let me see. Maybe he's, I think, I think something's wrong with it. In the end, we both had a hearty laugh because he had not driven stick in quite a while either. Mm. And he That's just. That's what she said. He, oh, wow. Yes, she did. <laughs> uh, he wasn't putting the clutch down. <laughs> That's also what she said. That's a problem. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You got to put the clutch down, honey. <laughs> yeah. Put the clutch down. I don't know what that means, but you got to do it. <laughs> Um, I had two doppelganger encounters today. Oh, really? But not for me personally. Oh, somebody I, else? <laughs> other people, like celebrity doppelgangers. I was getting lunch today, and uh, Samuel Jackson was there. Of course, but a was. shorter one. Oh, like he was like my height, but he was—he looked exactly like. And because you've seen Samuel L. Jackson, you know how tall he is. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, he's pretty tall compared to other people in general. Is he? Yeah, how, I mean, if how you, tall is he? Um, probably I would say I'm gonna guess like six two, six one, somewhere in there. Hey Siri, how tall is Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson is six feet two inches tall. <laughs> I win. Oh, he is pretty tall. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. <laughs> 
Uh, and then when I was getting off the train, I ran into this guy who looked exactly like Art <laughs> from Orphan Black. Like, nice. He was even dressed the same, and it was also like, oh no, I'm getting off a train, so that was kind of sad <laughs> in my head. I was like, because uh. <laughs> uh, that's where Beth was last seen. Oh yeah, but no, he. I like bumped into him almost, and and I was like, oh, Art, and then I just kept on my way. And he it, goes, how did you know my name? <laughs> Like, no, no, I can't handle. I gotta I go like, away. No, I can't. <laughs> Are you a cop? Yes, yeah. I am. How did he's, you know that too? Gonna t- oh, no. He's gonna take me in and make me be a cop, and I'm not gonna know how to do anything. Uh. Fun fact: Someone asked me how my copping was going at C2E2, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if people think I'm a cop right now or something. Romanoff is not a cop. No, but like they were talking to me, so I don't know if they thought I was someone else. They were talking to it you, was a fr- Stephanie It was like Kretz. one of my friends. But it's also like one of those people that I only see when I'm in costume. So it was like, oh no, maybe she got me confused. I had red hair, so I was wondering if she thought I was Grace. Oh no, you are a Grace doppelganger now. Apparently. Oh no. Because she also said something about Austin, and I was like, that is do you think gra- I'm Grace <laughs> in my it's head? It's gotta be Grace, yeah. But I didn't like register fully until like after the encounter happened. I was like, huh. Maybe she thought I was Grace. Grace, who is a zombie mm-hmm. and a fabulous cosplayer and one of my lovely best friends. So, Grace, what you should take away from this is change all of your passwords because <laughs> Stephanie is slowly stealing your no. life. <laughs> no, I love her. You can her. still talk to her, but just be careful. I won't infiltrate her life. She is Except a clone, to steal all those after kitties. all. She's Which got so many me, good Steph, kitties. Any medical things I should know about this week? <laughs> You already asked me. I told you I no. <laughs> I didn't ask in the public realm, though. This is true. Yeah, Brad's my monitor, obviously. I'm not her monitor. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> it just so happens that he just always is around and knows just... everything that's going on in my life. Purely coincidental. Definitely not a monitor. <laughs> There's no way. I'm just a, a regular old Joe. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. <sighs> Believe it when I don't. I don't know. <laughs> There's no proof. Really? Unless I infiltrate the dyad organization. When you don't wake up half, you'll believe it when you wake up halfway through a medical procedure and I'm not there? Yes. Okay. And it's someone else being the monitor. Right. Or maybe if I ever get married, I assume the duty will just transfer to him. Right. To the new monitor. You know who's your monitor? Who? Sookie. Sookie, for sure. She's always watching after you. She is, and she's she's the one pinning me down at night, Uh sleeping on me. Yeah, see? While they experiment on me, who knows? Mm Mm-hmm. See, and you thought it was me. I was like looking for her. She's over there. If I do say so myself, that was a good, good, good diversion. <laughs> so when we last left my friend Sarah Manning. She answered I, a telephone. Who I miss dearly. She had unintentionally, well, kind of intentionally infiltrated every aspect of Beth's life. Beth, who is a woman who looked exactly like her. What, she's a girl? Yes. Who <laughs> Very, thought she was a guy for some reason. for a second. Um, who jumped <laughs> off a train platform and committed suicide. And Sarah found her bag and decided to go to her house. I don't know if you'd say it was jumped. She kind of just like leisurely she walked in front of the train. off of the platform. Yeah. It's, let's not linger on it because it's too upsetting. <laughs> Beth's a cop. She has a boyfriend named Paul. And she had $75,000 in her bank account. And just as... Felix had planned this whole scenario to get Sarah's ex-boyfriend off her back to like saying that Sarah was the dead one. Right. Another person that looks exactly like her jumps in the back of her car and she's German. Yep. And then she gets shot in the head while they're talking. Yep. And that's well, pretty while much while doing the riddle. That's pretty much where we left. Right, the riddle. Mm-hmm. The, the I am a few, no family too. Who something. am I? Who am I? Yes. So she's the riddler. <laughs> the riddler. She's wearing a <laughs> She's wearing a coat covered in question marks. Yep. Uh, Those Riddlers, they're all over the place. (laughs) So, Sarah, when we we rejoin Sarah in episode two called Instinct, uh, she is freaking out, naturally, because someone just got shot in the head in the back of her car. Right. It's not an everyday occurrence you have that happen. And she's on the phone with a mysterious person. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out what the hell to do with the dead person in the back of her car. And the mysterious voice says, I don't know, you're the cop. Like, buy a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. 
All while asking about the briefcase. Yes. Wondering where the briefcase is. Did you get the briefcase? Did she bring you the briefcase? You gotta get the briefcase. Where's the briefcase, Brad? Give me the briefcase. It's, um... So if you go ten blocks west, you're gonna see a man dressed in a yellow sweatshirt. His name is Daryl. Oh, okay. He will give you directions <laughs> to Joe. I don't know the directions to Joe. Because if I knew the directions to Joe, you could then interrogate me and I'd give it away. So you gotta go to Daryl. Okay. Daryl's going to tell you how to get to Joe. Joe's going to tell you how to get to Tom. Tom is going to make you go back to Daryl because Daryl gave you the wrong information first so they could check you out to make sure that you were legit. And then he's going to tell you how to get to Brian. Brian (laughs) knows nothing about the briefcase, but he knows about James. James, on the other hand. (laughs) Stop. I don't believe you anymore. You're okay. sending me on a wild goose chase. I'm sorry. And on the way, you have to catch 400 Pokemon so you can have a uh, creature that costs 400 candies. Well, I guess you don't need 400 then because you get three for every one. And if you turn it in, you get one more. And if you use a candy to get more. Brad, stop. There's math. <laughs> stop, Brad. Brad, no. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> Um, the point is, if you have a Gyarados, you get the answer. I see. I already have a Gyarados. I, I named have... it Grace. <laughs> or wait, no, Nick named his Grace. I think I named mine something else. I don't remember. Anyway, I haven't played that game in a million years. It hasn't been out a million years. <laughs> it has in my dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, a million and 17 years old. Wow, you look good for that old. Thank you. Sarah buries Katja's body in the middle of the night. Um, I just wanted to make a note that her boobs look really great in this scene. Just, I just wrote that down. <laughs> she has a nice little white tank top on and she just looks cute. Oh, She's all covered in dirt. I don't know. I can appreciate the female form. We all can. <laughs> Especially Tatiana's because she's adorable. She's adorable. Um, while she's burying her, she makes sure to get all of her IDs and anything else she could get um, off of Katja's body. Sarah, uh, she washes out the car, and then she washes down herself. I like how she washed out the car. It's not every day you see somebody in a car wash, in a nice luxury car that has leather seats, with the power washing hose blowing the inside out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hope that leather was treated with something that was going to keep it from damaging. But, yeah, she hosed that bad boy down she good. She sure did. It was not like... Pulp Fiction style where they had to... (laughs) Where they put a bunch of comforters down. Yeah. (laughs) And then took it to a junkyard. And Harvey, or I don't remember who's the guy that yells at them and tells them how to do it. Oh. Anyway. Harvey... Keitel? Keitel, yeah. Yeah. That's his name. Oh, Samuel Jackson. I'm bringing it back. You are. That was accidental. Felix is still having a memorial for Sarah at his loft. I was very surprised to see Rockabilly Bob there. I forgot. I just didn't realize he had such a major part. He was in two episodes. I know, but I didn't. I forgot about his entire existence. In the second episode. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, <laughs> Vic is also there. Vic is convinced, or Vic is not convinced that Sarah would kill herself. And Felix is like, yeah, probably because of you, she would. Yep. So they have a little bit of a squabble. And then Rockabilly Bob breaks up the fight. Says this is all about love, people. All about love. God, no wonder he's not in more because he's super annoying. Right. Because when you have the moral ground, you die in this series. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, that's Walking Dead. I apologize. Everyone dies in that show. Only if they're moral. <laughs> you, have uh, to, you have to lose your morality in the apocalypse, Stephanie. That's fine. You can have it for a little while, but if you hold on to it for too long, you become a walker. What about the last man on Earth reality? They're all pretty moral. There's no zombies. Mm, but there's still mean people that try to shoot you and kill you. Are there? Mm-hmm. I've only watched like the first four episodes of that. Oh, there's some bad For me people right now, come. there's a last man and a last woman on Earth, and uh, that's it. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Fred Armisen is a cannibal serial killer at one point. That's fun. That sounds fun. It's very funny. Anyway, <laughs> the next morning, Vic and Felix are still drinking in Sarah's memory. Well, Vic makes Felix Hold take on. another yeah, drink. I was going to say, Vic is still drinking. Uh... Sarah comes back to the loft and almost runs right into Vic as he's leaving, but he's thankfully too drunk to realize it. 
Uh, she goes back to the loft and Felix says, aren't you supposed to wait three days before rising? <laughs> oh, religious humor. It's the best. <laughs> Just after Easter. Such a good joke. It was. Happy Easter, everyone. This was good timing, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Felix notices the blood under her jawline, which like everyone in every show always misses that spot. You got to get under the jaw. You just, when you're looking in a mirror, you just don't notice it. Because I'm just saying, because I just watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's why when I shave, there's a patch of hair there. Yeah. It's totally missed. That sucks. When, you know, when we find out about Ward uh-huh. and him and Sky are smooching, uh-huh. and then she touches his under his neck, and it's like, and uh-huh. she has blood on her hand, so it's like. Yep. And then what sure. about Mary? When he's got the uh, stuff on his earlobe? Just missed it. You know the hair gel? Yes. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> she has a briefcase that she thinks is full of her $75,000, but all the money is gone. Left with Art's business card and the Maggie Chen files. Yep. She starts freaking the fuck out. And I basically would too. trashes Felix's apartment. The only thing that stops her is him being like, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on <laughs> I'm that working one. working on that painting. <laughs> um, so she kind of chills out. Uh, Art calls her, or she calls Art, sorry. Yep. And then he tells her to meet him at Fung's, which she's like, what the hell is Fung's? It's probably a restaurant. It is a restaurant. It's where he and Beth always went together. Sad. (laughs) We don't know this yet. I know, but it's still sad. This is so much later in the series. You are so spoiling this right now. I'm not spoiling it, because technically it happened before. Yeah, but... It hasn't happened to our <laughs> people that are just starting to watch this series' knowledge. I highly doubt anyone listening has not watched it yet. <laughs> I know people listening that have not oh, really? watched it okay. through yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to be as spoiler-free as possible. Match point, Brad. <laughs> you should not keep score. It's a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> you don't want to play that game, Brad. I'm in the hole already. I'm just trying to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Sarah goes home. To Beth's home, and Paul appears. Um, he's all worried about her because she was out all night, you know, burying a dead body, you know, as you do. Yep, dressing all punk. And he says, my favorite, <laughs> why are you suddenly dressing like a punk rocko? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you, Paul. Well, she says, she kind of slips and goes, say again? Like, yep. a little with her accent. Yep. Um, and then when he leaves, she's cute. like, punk rocko? Punk rocko. <laughs> but while they're talking, he starts... He kind of explains why he's worried, and we get a little bit more info about Beth, that she was on a lot of drugs, yep. like prescribed medicine um, for like anxiety and depression, and you know she has a habit of mixing her meds with alcohol, and he's worried that she's going to kill herself or like, you know, take too many pills and then accidentally die in the middle of the night or whatever. Right. There's a lot of so, dangers. There's a lot of badness, and it's kind of sad. He also says that he's going to go stay at Cody's for a while. Yeah. Oh, oh, we can't say anything about that. I know, that. but you know what I I'm do, saying. yeah, I got you. And I wonder if that was intentional or just like some weird fluke that happened. I, uh, see, now, now the rest of my weekend is blown with researching that one. <laughs> what have you done to me? I'm sorry. Because, <sighs> yeah, we'll <sighs> find out in two seasons, I guess. Wow. How dare you? How mm-hmm. dare you? I know. Match point Brad again. What? No. I blew your mind. I win. <laughs> uh, so Sarah asked Felix to go check on Kira to make sure that Kira didn't think she was dead. So Felix, you know, uh, goes to visit Kira and Mrs. S. They kind of have a little chat. They have some, they have a cuppa, etc. Yep. Kira's all cute and little. Yep. She's such a cute little kid. She asks if her mom's coming when they, uh. Sorry. When they, uh, when she walks up, right? Mm-hmm. And s- she says, excuse me, Sarah won't come home until she's ready and until Mrs. S says she's ready. Right. That's what Kira knows. Well, smart kid there. Mm-hmm. Sarah, before meeting with Art, she decides to spend some time studying up on the Maggie Chen case so she can prove that she knows it really well. Obviously, she has to still keep up her cover. Right. Of Beth. And he basically threatens her that he's not going to give her the money until she gets reinstated. Gets reinstated, which is kind of bullshit. I don't know. The whole money thing is like really stupid to me. Well, he's kind of afraid she's going to 
skip I'm, town. I understand and, his fears. It's just kind of bullshit. And we find out in the dinner diner scene mm-hmm. there that uh, right, so he covered for her. Right. So she says that the money is her and Paul's from a joint checking account, and she wants to put it back before Paul notices. Like that's her reason for trying to get the money back. Right. And really, she just wants to skip town with Kira and Felix. Exactly. Um. But so she goes to meet him, and they run through what happened. Um. That you know. Beth saw some Beth was chasing someone, but when she and she thought someone else was following her, but when she turned around and shot at the per at the person, it ended up being a completely unrelated civilian uh-huh. and there was a cell phone in her hand that she thought it was a gun. Yep. But then and so Sarah is very convinced that that is what happened. Yes, because that she's read the file. That's what the file says. And Art says, Okay, you need to make sure that that is what really that you know that's what really happened because if they find out that you called me before you called it in, we're both fucked, basically. Yep. Because Art is the one that put the phone in this woman, Maggie Chen's, hand. To protect to Beth. To protect Beth so they wouldn't find out that Beth was high and, you know, chasing leads in the middle of the night. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do, I suppose. Yes. And if you want more info on that, go to episode 4.1. <laughs> <laughs> they give you all of it and it's really upsetting and depressing and it's one of the best episodes but it hurts me deeply is that in season four is it all flashback no no okay. just that one episode so it's just that just that single episode the one episode is the full flashback so you could technically maybe watch that for but see yeah. but then it would sort of no because the, the end uh, of the end of that episode is the current what's going on like yeah. the very end of it yeah you don't want to do that then but it's still really good you'll get there Y'all. It's not like Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 that you have to watch out of order because it was aired out of order. <laughs> right. Very good show. Yeah. yeah I'm really sad. Especially in order. <laughs> yeah. I'm really sad it's not on Netflix anymore. They took it off? They took it off right when I was in the middle of rewatching it. Oh. I was so sad. What's it on now? What station Probably was it? Probably nothing. It was on ABC, I think. They don't have any streaming app. I know. It's Is it BS. on Hulu, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Stupid. Mm-hmm. I love that show so much. It was so good. Gone too soon. Now we get to watch her as Jessica Jones. Which is a very good consolation. It is. But I miss the beak. Yeah. Because James Vanderbeek is hilarious on that show. He is hilarious. Because he's himself, but not himself, and it's just great. Yes, he's playing a very comical version of himself. I just licked booze off my thumb, which is why I made a weird noise. <laughs> hey. Right, don't I, waste I it. I smooched booze off of my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. So Art tells her that he's going to hang on to the money until Beth clears the case. Right. Um, Sarah goes back to the loft, and you know finds out that Kira knows that she's not dead, which is good. That's yeah. She also very good. says something, which is also like a weird little thing. Yeah. Uh, she says she knows I am back, doesn't she? I can feel her. Yes. Well, she's a mother. I you know, know. They, there's a lot of stories about moms feeling her kids. I know that, but I'm saying because of what we know about Kira. Right, because she's her daughter, and daughters have the same <laughs> connection back to the mom. It's what it is. It's true. I know, okay, but I'm so saying in yeah. a sci-fi show right. with Kira. It's a mother and a daughter, <laughs> so their bond is even stronger is what you're saying? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Let's move Sorry on. Sorry I didn't go on to that right away from the beginning. <laughs> I meant, I meant, I was just trying, you know, to be mysterious and strange. I'm also being mysterious. Are you? Yes, because I don't want to give away stuff. <laughs> I'm being very vague. Because I think that that, it's another one of those instances with the, like the Cody thing where I'm wondering if it was meaningful or if it was just like, oh, because she's her mom. Yeah. If it had a deeper meaning, given uh. the longer... Well, see, the Cody thing would have had no deeper meaning without the later series. But we know weird stuff about Kira later on in this season, so. Yeah, she remains cute through the whole thing. She's so adorable. It's really hard for those young kid actors to do that. I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) He's a good-looking guy, but he's not as cute as he was when he was a kid. True. Especially when he does the hands on his face with the mouth open. Good. Thank you. Uh... The mysterious caller, call her. The mysterious caller calls her. <laughs> I read like two, uh, two words ahead in my notes. You were shortening things again. I was. Call her. The caller calls her. That's like a tongue twister. It is. 
and tells her she needs to get the German's briefcase from the hotel mm-hmm. before they do, whatever right. that means. Whoever they are, we don't know. They're not them. Yes. It's factual. I, you know, it's true. I can't help but speak the truth here. They're not them. Exactly. Sarah's just kind of fed up. She's like, every time I think I know something, I'm wrong. Um, but she decides to go along with the plan, and she dresses up like Katya. It's really cute. She puts on a big hat and sunglasses. Yep. Felix's hat at that. Oh, yeah. Fe- Felix's whole... It's all Felix's clothes. Of Felix's course. hat, his sunglasses, and a furry coat. Yep. <laughs> and... Felix is the best. Oh, Felix. In honor of Felix, today I am doing this podcast wearing a smock and nothing else. It's very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because just... he's sitting in my chair. <laughs> hey. This leather never felt so good. <laughs> For all those out there, that was a total farce. <laughs> I would never show They'll up never like know. that. Because <laughs> this is a podcast. They can just imagine it in their mind. I know, but I'm sitting in front of my laptop, and if you believe the conspiracy theorists, oh, yeah. they're watching me through this camera right now. It's true. They're not, though. Because if they were, there'd be a green light. I would know. Are you sure about that? I... I'm pretty sure I know about computer tech. I feel tech. like the FBI would find a way. Or the Just NSA. like dinosaurs? FBI uh, finds a way. <laughs> yes, just like the dinosaurs. Right. So what we got to do is go look up all the FBI skirts to make sure they're all girls. <laughs> Scully has a problem with that. Because so she wears pantsuits? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going no, with that No, I was just one. like, because she's a female... FBI agent, she would not be okay with you looking up people's skirts. I, you know, nobody should be okay with people looking up skirts mm-hmm. unless they're dinosaurs, because dinosaurs they don't care. It's true. They're like, yeah, look. Especially if they're a meat eater, they're like, take a good look. Pay no attention to up here, because it is going to eat you up here while you're looking down there. Mm, I see. All right, let's get to the back to the German. Yes. Or Sarah as the German. Yes. They just call, they keep calling her the German, so I'm not trying to be weird. It is the German. She is the German. She's practicing her German accent as she walks to the hotel, yeah. which is very cute. Oh, wait, that was Sweden. Sorry. She kind of does that, though. She's kind of like, yeah. She did do yeah, didn't she? Uh, the hotel clerk tries to get her attention, but she just kind of beelines past him to go up to her room. Uh-huh. But he also sends someone after her. The security guard. Yes. And himself. And himself. He goes up there. Uh, Sarah gets to the hotel room and sees it's just completely trashed. It was ransacked. I also wrote ransacked. Yeah, because that's the so word. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's weird that you said that word because I was about to say it. Well, you know, we do live in each other's heads. Yes. I live in so many people's heads. I need my own space, man. I'm sorry. I live in your head. I live in Stacy's head. I live in Nick's head. I live in your head. I think I'm it's the crowded. only one that lives in your head, it's though. Crowded. It's crowded up here. So your head's got a lot of room. It's, it's like It's like a luxury 12-bedroom apartment. And yeah. I really enjoy the jacuzzi because it's not too strong yeah. and it doesn't smell too much like chlorine. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for that, Stephanie. I feel like this is like a legion thing where you live inside of my head or something. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah, everything's I white. I don't know which one I am. And amazingly clean all the time. That's probably How does that even accurate. happen? It's probably more like the... I don't know. I'm trying to think of one of the cool things from legion. Well, the the headroom is all white and amazingly clean all the time. It is. <laughs> it's just hor- It's like that. It's like that um, Febreze commercial. It's just all nasty and garbage everywhere, but it smells great. <laughs> and you would never know that there are seventy sh- fish carcasses sitting on the table next to you. True. Because you're blindfolded. Oh, of yes. course. Uh, my head is not full of fish carcasses. Thank God. It's very nice in my head. Probably actually a little messy. I'm kind of an anxiety bump sometimes. Yeah. Just got to sift through it. I think everybody has a little anxiety every once in a while. It's true. I have it more than a little once in a while. Yeah, you know, stress. Maybe you need to find a less stressed life. I'm pretty chill. Are you? I just create my own anxiety for fun. You're pretty and chill. Boy, do we think highly of ourselves today. Sookie's like, wrong. She's the pretty chill one. She is. So where were we? We were at... Um... She's... <coughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's a good bourbon. Uh, the room is ransacked. She finds a headless Barbie doll with cigarette burns and chopped up red hair on top of a Bible that's been scribbled all over. Uh-huh. Oh, hi, Sookie. 
I was so confused by that, but on this rewatch, oh, it made so much just sense. Makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, because that's you know my favorite character's mo. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, ow! I just bonked my cat in the face. Sorry, Don't bonk like, your cat in the face. She's being cute. So you bonked her in the face. I, it was an accident. <laughs> she's bonked herself. Yep, that's right, Suki. Lay on that back. Um. <laughs> The hotel people, she finally answers the door. This is when she goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they ask her why her room is so trashed. And she says, rock and roll. <laughs> I can't do it. It's because you're not doing the devil do horns. Oh. You gotta do the rock and roll. <laughs> there you go. Now that's more believable. At the desk in the front, or at the desk in the lobby, she tells them to run the damage charges through her card yeah. and to collect her briefcase. A little over six grand. Yes. Probably closer to the seven than the six, as I recall. Yes, I believe you are correct. Because she destroyed the room and broke the sink. Yeah. Because rock and roll. Right. The security. (laughs) Security. You broke the sink. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just got to have a crazy party. Sometimes. At least the TV didn't end out in the pool. Yeah. And the mattress on the roof. Well, you only put the mattress on the roof when you put the person that passed out early on that mattress. True. Um, they ask as the charges are going through, or they get the briefcase to her. Credit card goes through. Everything's fine. And they're like, are you enjoying the city? And she says, it's killing me. And then she <laughs> runs away with the briefcase. Sarah goes to bash the briefcase open. And I noticed when I was rewatching this that she actually cuts her knuckle open for real while she's doing this. Oh, really? Because she hits the Because she was bashing it there. into the thing. And, I, and then later in my fun facts, when I was reading those, it was like, Tatiana Mosley accidentally really cut her hand open because I noticed like her finger was bleeding while she was, she had like a big chunk of skin hanging off while she right. was doing this part. That's I was like, I you, wonder if that was real. When you bash briefcases, you have to be careful about yeah. how you bash them. So she legitimately hurt herself while she was filming the scene. And like a good actor, she kept going. She kept going because tots, tots. Because <laughs> tots is the tops. <laughs> I was debating whether to say tat or Tatiana and just came out tots. <laughs> I like tots too. They are great. Especially um, with a little cheese on them. Oh, yeah. Some ketchup. <laughs> with a burger. Hey, you know, sometimes, just on their own. sometimes you just want those fully loaded tots and that's it. <laughs> You're thinking about how tots is fully loaded later in an episode, aren't you? <laughs> no. So she she opens the briefcase and finds some blood samples and then more IDs and information for a Daniel Fournier, Katja, uh, a girl named Janika, and, a, and she says Italian. I didn't see what the name was. Right. Um. So basically just more girls that have the same face as her. Right. And an address for someone named Allison Hendricks, who she believes is the person that keeps calling her. Right. And then, you know, just right on time, the mysterious call her, calls her. I did at that time. Yeah, you said the call her calls her. I said the caller calls her. <laughs> I said it correctly. Did you? Yes. Can I throw some doubt in your shit in your head? No. Really? You don't think so? Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> you're you're up in that head, so you better not. <laughs> you, you have to live with that doubt. <laughs> Choose wisely, my friend. Mm, the doubt makes the parties better. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't going that way, but I like where you went with that. Thank you. Sarah's kind of over being Beth, so she switches to Sarah to herself. <laughs> the voice asks her the riddle. I am one, a few, no family, two. Who am I? Right? So, You're the one that takes the notes. I didn't write it down. I assumed I would just know it, but I forgot. I just watched the show because and I you just drink my bourbon. And I drink the bourbon. <laughs> did you buy this bourbon? I did buy that bourbon. You did? I bought it for the Orphan Black finale. Really? Yeah, that's how long I've had it. Well, aged bourbon's even better. Yeah. Because what, this two years old now? No. It hasn't been two years? The finale was last August. That was like that's it? a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Why does time feel like it's flying faster? I don't know. Yep. Oh, Bullet's the family name. That's pretty good. But yeah, every time I had a party, I would hide it because I was like, no, this is my special bourbon. And we're drinking it for a special occasion. Exactly. 
It's the Orphan Black Bourbon. It is Orphan Black Label Thursdays once again because we record oh, yeah, this show on Thursday because we, we burned that curtain many episodes yes, ago. Yes, we did. So Sarah doesn't know the answer to the weird riddle. Right. And it's like, sorry, I'm not Beth. I don't know. Yeah. She probably said oi in there somewhere. Oi. Oi. <laughs> oi. I don't know. The rest of that was not a good accent. No, it wasn't. It's fine. I try. We're not going to be good punk people. I'm sad Oi, about this. Speak for yourself. Yep, so you're still not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah figures that the person on the phone is Allison. Right. So she goes to the address, which is in a suburb called Bailey Downs. Fun fact. Yeah? It's a real place? No. Oh. But have you ever seen the movie Ginger Snaps? <gasps> no. It is a werewolf movie. Okay. Directed by John Fawcett, who is the creator of Orphan Black. Right. And the town in that movie is called Bailey Downs. Of course. And that was created before Orphan Black. And when he made Ginger Snaps 2, Tatiana's uh-huh. in it. You know, when but you said Ginger baby. Snaps, I knew it had to be about werewolves because there's nothing else it could have been about. Really? No, I'm being very sarcastic oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about two sisters who are. Aren't Ginger Snaps like a cookie? They are. A, a Girl Scout cookie. Well, let's see. Were the werewolves Girl Scouts? Cookie. I think they're just, they're not all Girl Scouts. That's just one of the kinds of but Girl wait, Scout cookies they have. Were the werewolves Girl Scouts? No, they were just outcast girls. Did they eat Girl Scouts? Probably at some point. So they were an Adams family member, and I can't think of her name. More, uh, Wednesday? Wednesday. Remember the scene where she's like, it's lemonade, and they go, is it made with real lemons? And she's like, are your Girl Scout cookies made with real Girl Scouts? Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, Tatiana's in the second movie and she's little. As in small? She's a little girl. Oh. She's a little kid. I think maybe she's like 15 Did she say or something. Oi? No, because she's normal and Canadian. What's, what are you trying to say? <laughs> that we're not normal because we're not Canadian. No. <laughs> well, Tatiana's Canadian. She is Canadian. So she is Canadian in that movie. She's from Canada. Canada. Oh, oh, Canada. (laughs) Not when I'm drinking. (laughs) It's a bad thing. I'm by all this equipment. So I watched Ginger Snaps for the first time this past Halloween season. Yeah. And that was when I discovered that fun fact. And I was like, oh, it's Bailey Bailey Downs. And then also Tatiana. So somehow we're going to have to work how Bailey Downs then in Ginger Snaps is related to Bailey Downs now in Orphan Black. Elena is a werewolf. <laughs> See? Yeah. It works. I believe it. Uh-huh. Uh, so Sarah goes to Bailey Downs, and she goes to a house where a minivan pulls out of the garage of the house she was looking at. Mm-hmm. And so she follows the minivan to a soccer field. A couple of little kids get out. And then Allison does... Yep. She looks like her, except she's wearing, you know, a puffy vest and has bangs. Has bangs and has a headband and yoga pants and sneaker and like tennis shoes. And Sarah says, Holy shit, a soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the worst thing in the world. You like saying shite, don't you? I love saying well, shite. Well, she is a city girl. She's a city girl. And we all know how city folk hate to be down in the burbs. Speaking as a city gal, I would say yes, that yeah, is true. You're not, you're not a fan of the, the suburbs there stuff? No. Why not? I do not like the suburbs. But the suburbs is where Galloping Ghost Arcade is, which has like... I don't know what that is. Every video game machine you could ever want to play is in there. You know what else has a lot of video games? My apartment in the city. <laughs> okay. I don't think you have as many as Galloping Ghost. I don't need as many. I'm content. And that's a good way to be. While she's watching Allison, Allison gets a phone call on the same pink phone that Sarah has. That's Beth's phone. That's not the ringtone. No. <laughs> it's got a very specific ringtone that I can't think of right now. Something like that. It's a little closer to that. I don't think it's that. I have it. Do you? Yeah, come on. Let me see. Put that phone in front of that. I currently have spit all my Jarvis stuff right now. Um, just go into your, just go into your sounds. I'm doing and, it. Calm down. And it'll do it just for you. 
Oh, wow. I don't think I have it anymore. Siri thought I was talking to her. She told me she couldn't change that setting. Let me, I can pull it up for you. Soccer mom is actually doing some soccer tutelage. <laughs> tutelage. Well, Here she is. is. She's telling the kids what to do. Here it is. There you go. Okay. Um. So, yeah, she's whistling and kicking a ball around, and then she gets the phone call. So then she goes into an outbuilding. Uh-huh. And brings a bunch of oranges with her. So of she's going to chop up some oranges for the little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my place. Uh, so Sarah gets out of her car and covers her head and follows her inside. I really enjoy Sarah's outfit here because it's something I would wear. The camo pants with a... Black hoodie and combat boots. Right. I've worn that outfit before. I mean... Are you Sarah's Sarah? Sarah's very much like my style. <laughs> Are you Sarah? Maybe. But you don't have the accent. I'm being Beth or Kasima. There we go. No, I'm being Kasima. <laughs> You're being Kasima. Because I have her glasses. And Kasima's the American one. Yeah. Kasima's the Californian. Is she the Californian? That was a weird way to say it. Where do you go to California? <laughs> <laughs> do you, did you have to say Californian? Because Arnold is the... Uh, is the is was was no. the governor? You know, you gotta get to the chopper <laughs> in California. Whenever I, whenever I think of California, I think of that SNL sketch, California, <laughs> which is my favorite SNL thing, probably. Okay. Anyway, he was from California. We haven't met Kasima yet. Sorry. We haven't. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Sarah goes inside the outbuilding, and then Allison apparently disappeared, and then came back inside again. And basically, can they confront each other? Sort of. Allison threatens her, um, because she's like, "Well, Sarah assumes she's the one that's on the phone." Uh-huh. And she's like, "Idiot! Do you even know who you're talking to?" Right. Um. She asks where Beth is, and Sarah tells her that she's dead. Allison's like, "No, <laughs> Beth wouldn't do that." Oh. And she's basically in denial, and grabs a knife as she's thinking. The knife that she was using to cut up the oranges. Right. But it's just such an Allison thing to do. Just, like, pick up a knife and just yeah, start waving just it start around. start waving it around, yeah. It's um, not a knife. No, that's a knife. There you go. And she's just kind of talking to herself. Why, Lord? Why me? I never wanted any part of this. Do I wear a huge kick-me sign on my back? I didn't see one, did you? No. Okay. Sarah just wants to know what the hell's going on. But Allison refuses to tell her. She says it's not her job. Yeah, it's not her job to tell her. And instead, she just needs to wait for a call. And then she says, hide your ugly face on the way out of here. Oh. And Sarah says, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's just great. It's great. Well, you know. Also, Allison, you have the same face. Right. Silly goose. So is it a commentary about how she feels about herself? Or is it because somebody else has the same face as her and she wants to hate everybody that has the same face as her? Ever since she found out whatever she found out was true. Yeah. I think she just thinks Sarah is very grungy looking and is just like please leave well she is you know she punk, looks like a little a punk ho or whatever it was yeah punk ho or punk what ho. do you say punk ho why are you suddenly dressing like a punk rock ho there you go she's a punk rock ho oh paul oh paul oh paul what are you doing paul <laughs> perfect <laughs> paul i just like saying paul paul like sarah his name is P-O-L, not P-A-U-L, just so everyone knows. Paul. Paul. This would be much more punchy if I didn't have a spit filter. Paul. Paul. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, spit filter is uh, trademarked. Care of Stephanie Kretz. Thank Chicago, you. Chicago, Illinois. Same with Plain Garage. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Every time I'm taking a drink. <laughs> You gotta throw one of those out there, it's don't you? It's keeping you. Yes, you do. Like a waitress, they get you when you're eating. They ask you how your meal is. Jeez. Then um, you have to put your finger up and be like, uh huh. As you chew. Sarah gets another call from Art while she's getting in her car. And, the, and Art's at her house, and Sarah's like, I'm at home. And he's like, No, you're not. Answer the door. <laughs> and she says she has to, she had to go to the burbs because she had to go to Bed Bath and Beyond. And nobody, nobody wants, wants to, to admit that. that. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to a Bed Bath & Beyond. There's one right up the street. I don't even have to go to the Burbs for it. It doesn't change the fact that I've never been to one. They have some pretty great stuff. Hey, I'm Bed afraid to go to a Bed us. Bath & Beyond. 
Because are you going to get lost in the beyond section? Well, the beyond section gets you that remote, and the next thing you know, your life is over. Mm, true. I go there in spirit. Click, and don't trust the Beyond Apartment 23. <laughs> Excuse me. There is a Bed Bath and Beyonce. There is. You're right. <laughs> you know who loves Bed Bath and Beyond? Abby from Broad City. And Broad City. <laughs> I'm adding that to my list. Now. Uh-huh. So Art tells her that the shrink found Beth unfit for duty, which means no hearing and no money. Oh, snap. So Sarah goes back to the shrink. And she... Well, Sarah tells Art to get her another interview. Yes. Another with the shrink. Yes. And, and then, being the scoundrel she is... A little con artist, she bamboozles her way through that and says, starts listing off all of the pills that the doctor prescribed her. Yep. Antidepressants, anti-anxieties, stimulants, SSRIs, among others. A lot of things that don't cross over so well. Yeah. And so she says, I'll just explain to the board that I shot the civilian after mixing all those overlapping scripts. Yep. Boom. And the doctor is like, or the, yeah, psychiatrist, whatever she is, she's like, you, bu- you harassed me until I wrote you all of these scripts. And she's like, I don't care. This is what's going to happen. Yep. You're the one that's going to be in trouble because I was not well. Yeah. You shouldn't listen to the crazy person. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> or not crazy. You shouldn't listen to the addict. mentally unstable Mentally addict. unstable. Okay. <laughs> um, Unless they're pointing a gun at you and say, give you your wallet. And then you'd listen to them and you give them your wallet. <laughs> True. Good point. Thank you. It's how you stay sexy and don't get murdered. Fact. Yes. So she gets cleared to do the hearing and she nails the hearing. Yes. Because Sarah's amazing and she'll hear the ruling in a couple days. She gets a call on her clone from this time from Allison for sure. What's a clone from? I'm just curious. I did not say that. (laughs) You did. Is this bourbon getting to you? <laughs> Thank you. We're almost done, thankfully. <laughs> she gets a call on her clone phone. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this, and I'm going to yell at you if you're wrong. I might be wrong. I am drinking, too. Maybe your hearing is drunk, and my speech is perfect. Okay. Anyway, Allison calls her. Yes. Glaring at you. She invites Sarah over, and... To bring the briefcase from the German. There was a reason for that, wasn't there? Something about, you know, she couldn't... Oh, they couldn't... She couldn't get a sitter, so you're gonna have to come over. Yeah, and she can't have her over in the middle of... Right. The day when all of her family's there. She was definitely putting her out. Yes, of course, because Allison's always feels put out by everything around her. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Felix, or Sarah drives her and Felix to Allison's. Yep. And he's very upset that they're in the suburbs. Right. He's breaking out. <laughs> My skin. He's, I, I wrote this quote down because it made me laugh. My skin just breaks out anytime I leave downtown. Tiny suburban stress sits emerging from bad architecture. <laughs> and he was not part of this plan. So he had no idea what Sarah was doing dragging him out to the burbs. So he's right. even more stressed out. Yeah. And probably getting more stress sits. Yeah. Stress zits. Stress. Stress zits. Stress zits. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you said stresses. Stresses also. I'm just talking too fast now. It's because of the bourbon. No, I think that's just my, my normal pace of speech. <laughs> this is probably why I liked the Gilmore Girls show, because I was like, oh, someone Best speaks, show. speaks the same level as I do. I love the Gilmore Girls. Me too. They're so good. I like that, I like that fast-talking stuff. It's great. It was Newsroom, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. There's so many shows where... The, that, I wonder you're my friend because I'm just like. Yeah, that type of comedy is it's it's my favorite because it just whips right by you, and if you don't catch it, you don't enjoy mm-hmm. it. On some people, they don't like those shows, and I think it's just because they don't get the comedy. Right, and you have to like pay attention to what you're listening to or what you're you watching. Yes, but it's also very rewatchable in that way too. It you can is. catch more jokes. Yeah, you have to catch more. Like jokes I've been the rewatching Arrested Development because. I feel like the Russo brothers who directed Infinity War and many other Marvel movies directed uh-huh. many episodes of Arrested Development. And I'm like, oh, well, they won't hurt me here. So I'm going to watch Arrested Development. <laughs> they won't hurt me here. <laughs> they burned down the banana stand. I mean. Stephanie, the money's in the banana stand. I, no, I didn't burn down the banana stand. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> but the money's in the banana stand. 
There were also 10 cc's of your father in the banana stand. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think that number was wrong. Anyway. It doesn't matter. It's still funny. But my point was that (laughs) I totally forgot why I even brought that up. Um, I've been rewatching it, but I've seen that show like 60 million times. Uh But I'm still catching little jokes in that oh yeah because it's just like fast paced and yeah. so cleverly written that fast fire just... jokes that are really close to each uh-huh. other yeah shows like that are great to rewatch. yeah so allison lets sarah inside and she has a gun just ready <laughs> yep oh allison uh sarah says something about being her twin and allison's like i'm so fucking over this just like <laughs> and she's like didn't you she say something it? like, don't you know anything? Yeah, she's just like so exasperated by the entire situation. She has to deal with another one of these fucking girls. Yep. <laughs> so she's like, here, you deal with it. And then Kasima emerges. No. Yay. And if we find out she was the mysterious phone person. Well, she we just kind of tell by her voice. Right. And Sarah oh, says. Because they're so different, their voices. They're different inflections. There are different inflections. Kasima and Allison may be American slash Canadian, but, but Allison's voice is very distinct. Kasima's voice is very distinct. Okay, you're right. Because Tatiana is that amazing. Yes. And so finally, Sarah says, bloody hell, how many of us are there? The end. Oh. <laughs> no answers. Nope. Wait for next week, people. No. For us, though, it's like two months. <laughs> Not even then. But if you watched the show in real time, it mm-hmm. was wait for next week. I didn't. I watched all of season one at once. So did I. But the week after, the next seasons, it was week to week, and then it was torture. Yeah, it was very tortureful. Torturous. 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 Okay. Um. You are the editor. I guess. Oh yeah, my fun fact was tot tot tots. Tots. <laughs> tots slamming her finger open. That's the only fun fact in this episode? Um, in the scene during the after-wake party at Felix's house, Rockabilly Bob gives a speech for Sarah. His entire speech are lyrics to the song Bummed Out City by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. Those are my fun facts. So, what is our double count this week? I got, I got it for you. What is it? Sarah, Cosima, Allison, Katya... Danielle Fournier, the Italian, and Janica. Seven. Oh, but they're just photos. Still, they're faces. What's our corporeal count? Four. Yes. Three live ones and a corpse. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote Katja's dead body. (laughs) Sorry, Katja. Sorry, Uh, German. Fun episode. It is a fun episode. A lot of questions being formed. Yeah, like what's going on? I don't even know. We have known nothing yet. I've never seen the show in my life. So far, we know that so there's, crazy. well, how many, how many passports were there? There were three passports. And one of them was the German. There were four passports. <laughs> so, four, so you got three, the four we know about now, plus... Kasima, I told you, seven total. No, no, I'm saying that we know of now. So there's eight people oh, yeah. plus now Beth. that are all same-faced. Yes. Beth, Sarah, Allison, Kasima. Katya, Danielle, the Italian, and Janika. Okay. Yeah. Eight. 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 That's a lot already. That is a lot. So that answers part of your question, Sarah. Bloody hell, how many of us are there in episode two? (laughs) You are one of the very, very lucky survivors of an octuplet birth. Where and all of the children were scattered across the globe. Yes, because the parents just could not deal. Too many They're children. Like, eight? I only have two breasts. How could I possibly take care of eight? Oh, that sounds painful. It, well, yeah, it probably would be. Speaking of children being scattered, we did find out a little bit of backstory of Mrs. S that I forgot to mention, which is um, that, you know, Sarah, she took in Sarah and Felix when they were very little. Right. And she and Sarah was always kind of a little shite and brought. <laughs> you just have to use that word with that show. You have to. You can't say the other one. Um, and she brought them from London to Canada to give them a better life after Sarah probably fucked up a lot of stuff. 
Well, you know. And Felix was also not super great. Sarah was a very bad influence on Felix, I feel like. Probably. Because she's younger. She's a bit of a rebel. She's a little punk rebel. Yeah. Punk rock hoe. But at least she does My favorite little punk rock hoe. She's not painting paintings in a... In a smock. Smock. And nothing else. And nothing else. And she basically... Mrs. S basically well, says... Well, it was not nothing else. It was a smock with, like, military-style boots. Oh, of course. The boots. Yes. Um, Mrs. S basically says, like, um, she she wouldn't trade all of the, you know, fights and punches and getting her out of jail because Kira is such a gift, and she wouldn't trade anything for that. But Sarah doesn't understand how much of a gift she is. Kira is basically. so precious. She's so cute and little. She season. is. She's so adorable. tiny. So cute. She's, what, a year older now from when we last saw her? Well, from the oh, maybe she's two now, two years older. I'm trying to think of like when the last time you would have seen her on camera, when that was filmed, and how much older she is now. The actor that plays Kira. I don't know. Kira's like, wait, what? <laughs> wow, I confused you. I'm very no, I'm confused about what you're talking about now. So Kira, you're talking about how small and cute and precious she yes. is right now. In the show, in season one. Yes. So the actress. Yes. That is Kira. Is older now. Yes. By how much? Probably six years. Not not from this moment in time. From the last moment in time we get to see her. One to two years older. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay. That's why I was confused. Probably two. Yeah. Because you figure filming happens before. Yeah, but they usually are still filming up through like the last few episodes like that are airing. Uh, Yeah. That's true. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is currently filming its finale right now. And right. we're in, like, episode 17 or 18. Right. Airing, so. I think Orphan Black works a little bit differently. Like, I think they took care of things a little bit earlier because they have so much extra stuff to do yeah. with all of with the editing. Wardrobe and changes all of the... and splicing of all the various things together. Yeah. But in... It's a bit of a project. In general, I believe most shows are filming, are still filming while they're airing. Right. At least to the halfway point. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for you this week. Sweet. So you can reach out to oh, us yeah. on Twitter with uh, at C double pod. Correct. And on, you can email us at C double podcast at gmail.com. Yes, please email us. Tell us suggestions of shows you'd like us to cover or movies that you think would be good for us. Or if you have a suggestion for like a bit for a spot or something for our program, that'd be a awesome what? too. A bit or a spot. What? What's that? Like a thing. I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, I'll like, tell you, I'll, I'll, like, I'll like, fill you in. Like okay? here's our comedy. Here's I'll my comedy routine. I'll Please fill you read in. it out loud. No, no, not that. Not that. <laughs> Nick had said that he feels like we need something in the middle to sort of break it up a bit. Rejected. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Poor Nick. Just kidding. No, I already talked about this with him. Yeah. That's why I started the double count. That's, you know, he thinks we need more than a double count. I mean, what else would there be? I don't know. That's why we need suggestions. You know, sometimes people... If we ever get ads, then that would be a great way to break it up. Wow. But we're not... We don't have ads yet. Well, shite. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, we'll happily break up our episodes. You can check out Steph's uh, Instagram, Instagram oh, feed thanks. at... Steph plus Verb. All right. I posted all my Black Widow photos over there, if yeah. you care about that. I didn't get to and see that cat. live, unfortunately. I know, we missed each other at C2E2. Yep. Oh, how was your C2E2? Oh, it was great. I was Black Widow, it was great. I saw your tweet about you wish people would call you Agent Romanov or... Yeah, Miss Romanov, <laughs> it was so fun. I'm, there were so many people that I would just walk by and they would like be like, Miss Romanov? Or like, this one guy kept passing by at a booth, kept going, Sup, Romanov? And I was like... No. <laughs> I just kind of glared at him every time. Like, you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> nice. Um, or like, yeah, people just being like Agent Romanoff. And then there was this very cute Captain America who I took a photo with and he saluted me and it was like Miss Romanoff. And I was like, can't deal with that. <laughs> you, but you did. You took a picture of I him. I did. <laughs> you dealt with it quite well. But it made me like, ah. <laughs> He had a very good Captain America He was costume. very good, yeah. Which, uh, what, 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 what movie era of Captain would you put him in? I would say probably, he looks like Age of Ultron or Winter Soldier. I can't okay. remember which one. 
Either way, we matched. It was fine. Yeah. I was Winter Soldier, Black Widow. I think I found a wig that I want to do that I can wear with that outfit and I can be original Avengers, Black Widow. Short, red hair, curly-ish. Okay. Because I was doing the straight red hair. But that wig is so destroyed. Because it's so old. It's like been through the Civil War. Which is a joke you made last week. As Romanov? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to make the Infinity War outfit next. So I need to make like a green vest and some armor and get a blonde wig. Yep. That's my next plan for Dragon Con. Going to go blonde wig, huh? Maybe. Well, that's her hair is blonde in the movie. Well, I just, you know, thinking you used to be blonde. No desire to go back I'm to I'm annoyed. That. I'm so annoyed about it. Really? They, I dyed my hair brown like... A week before they released all these promo photos for Infinity War, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, you know, ScarJo. But you did it so you could be closer with your girlfriend there. My orphan black girlfriends. Yep. I know. Now I want to. Now I think I'm gonna dye my hair. I'm gonna put some red in it for my black widowness. Okay. And just so I can combine my two loves. Yeah. Sarah and just Natasha. Be a mashup. I'm gonna be a, a legit mashup. mashup. Natasha Sarah Blob. Okay, I'm just rambling now. Anyway, C22 was great. You are. Yep, it was. All right. Follow us and stuff. Yep. Until next week, that's Stephanie Kretz. And that's Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Bye.